Hello and welcome to Shred Podcast Episode 10. Today we have Coach Mike Dorwalt with us. Hey Mike, what's up? Not much. How are you doing today, Scott? Good, good, good. So today is going to be Meet Coach Mike as part of our podcast. Woo! Uh, you shredders know what that is. <laughs> All right, so today we're going to just learn more about Coach Mike, and I'm just going to ask him a few questions. So, Mike, how long have you been doing CrossFit? I believe my first workout was December 11th of 2010 with Shred, with Shred Fitness at that point, yes. Yeah, and that workout was? The Filthy 50. That's uh, a good, memorable first workout. Yes, did not finish it. <laughs> <laughs> but you have finished it. Yes, I have. Since. That's yes. awesome. Yes. All right. So... Um, you've been doing CrossFit for what? That's about nine, eight years, nine years, not eight and a half. And how long have you been coaching? Um, I believe April 1st of 2012. It was, I believe it was one of my first co classes I coached after my L1 cer certification was obtained. All right. So you were the first coach that Marcus hired back in the original shred fitness space. Yes, I was. Yeah. Those were some good times back then. Yes, they were. Tornadoes and all. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of people in a little space. Yes, we did. A um, lot of volleyballs flying. Yeah. So back in the original space, we actually shared our CrossFit space with a volleyball center. And so there were times you'd be working out and a volleyball may hit you in the head or... Doing wall balls and a volleyball coming over the wall with the uh, wall ball coming down, Yes. Or one of the players would walk in while your kettlebell swinging. Yes. You know, so the yeah, those it added a level of difficulty in those original days. Um, so, what made you want to be a coach? Um, long line. My dad was had, was a coach from 1963 through two when he passed away in 2009. Baseball, football, basketball, little hockey, little wrestling. I coached varsity baseball with him. Um, a lot of intramural softball coaching. Just enjoy coaching. My sister's a coach of a roller derby, so it runs in the family. So the Dorwall coaching tree. Yes. You're a part of that. You're a member of that. Yes. Gotcha. All right. So you have your level two. Yes, I do. Uh, what's the difference between uh, an L2 or level two or an N and L1? I, I would say the true difference is in the L, L1, level one, you're, you're taught the movements and the basic fundamentals of CrossFit with the base of nutrition going up to athleticism or, or, or competition, where L2 teaches you how to control the class, time management, programming more, more about coaching CrossFit. So I, I have my L1. About half the time was classroom, half the time was moving with a PVC pipe. Yes. And the L2, is that similar or? Um, I would, it's similar, but when, when you're moving with the PVC pipe, you're teaching others why they're critiquing your teaching, going through the tactical um, cues to uh, verbal cues to visual cues, and then really critiquing how you deal with people and how you deal with the group. So, so what was your favorite part of either the L1 or the L2? Um, L1 is, I believe, the first CrossFit um, thing I did with not knowing anyone in the room. I didn't go with anyone I knew. I met some people that I'm still friends with to these, this day. Um, 
L2, uh, Pablo Servini, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. He's one of the flow masters. He's also one of the um, head judges, not head judge, not lead judge, but lead judges for the game, stuff like that. Um, travels all over the world, coming up to me and personally talking to me because they heard some background on me um, to make sure I was okay. And just the camaraderie in the L2 and knowing, getting to know a couple more people there. So it's really, it's, it's gaining your network of people throughout the CrossFit community in these classes sometimes. And you, you mentioned the word flow master. Yes. That, that's someone who runs the day's events at the certifications. Yes. Right? Actually, sorry, Pablo was not the flow master. Joe DeGain was the flow master. Pablo was one of the two other coaches that taught and broke out. Okay. But he, I, he must have earmarked me to be able to make sure I was okay. But that's, yeah. yeah. Just wanted to make sure that our yes. audience knew what a flow master was. Um, and it's basically the guy who runs the show yes. during the classes. Yes, Eric Preston, if anyone follows CrossFit also, is my flow master, Neil One. So, so um, what other certs do you have? Um, I have my mobility certification I took with Kelly Sturette, Dr. Sturette. Um, the man. The man. Um, very interesting class, learned a lot. Um, let me see. Uh, I have a couple of online courses of scaling. Um, A couple other I have. So back to Kelly Sturette. He, yeah. He's the man who wrote The Supple Leopard. He wrote The Supple Leopard. He's wrote Desk Bound um, about the epidemic in the in the world of people sitting too much in classrooms and stuff to, that hinders mobility. Um, he's written a book on running with one of the running um, gurus uh, in CrossFit also. Um, he has Mobility uh, mobility Wad. Um, if, if people want to follow a mobility person, he's a very good person. To follow on that. Very so in the CrossFit world, he is the leader in mobility. Yes, he is. Um, and if you want to see a really interesting YouTube video, there's a Reebok commercial that was done a few years ago with him that is hilarious. And so for our audience, just go check that out on YouTube. Kelly Starrett Reebok commercial. Oh, is that you? Are you going to bring up YouTube again here soon in our in our podcast, Mister uh, Schweitzer? Not, not sure. Okay. So, uh, what do you do outside of the gym for fitness? Um. Outdoors. I just like being outdoors in the yard in the neighborhood, helping people, um, chainsaws, um, used to mountain bike a lot. Um, before I got into CrossFit, I actually got into CrossFit to get in better condition to mountain bike and just have not been back there. <laughs> um, but mo most of my fitness is in the gym other than just being really constantly moving. It's hard for me to sit still unless I'm, um, doing my other passions. So tell us a little bit about your family. Um, I, my wonderful, lovely wife, Jennifer Dorwalt, I met 21 years ago. I have a 13 year old son, Michael Jr. You might just hear me call him Jr. That does the youth program and drops into class every once in a while. He just turned 13. Um, just the family of three of us living in Lewis Center. Awesome. So... The Open's coming. Yes, it is. I know that's one of your favorite times of the year. Yes, it is. Um, what is one of your favorite times from the CrossFit Open? Um, I believe I brought it up in uh, this morning's class. Uh, I believe it was a Thursday night of 2013 at um, 8 o'clock. We were gathered, myself, you, Brent McCarty, and we were waiting on Marcus. The four of us were the first four to sign up for the Open in, in uh, Shred Fitness. And just the nervousness and excitement of not knowing what we were getting ourselves into and waiting for that first announcement. 
of 13.1 of burpees and snatches. Yes. And then my heart dropping when I heard snatches. So um, for those of you who don't know, back when we were in Shred Fitness, we weren't a CrossFit affiliate. And we had to upload our video, a video of our, us doing the workout, um, very specific standards of what that had to be, a um, very time-consuming process of uploading that video. But they still reside on YouTube today. Um, and if you want a good chuckle about... Um, I believe it was the first workout ever. I think I was the first one to go on the first workout. Uh, there you go. Oof. If you want to see um, <laughs> poor movements that we have gotten much better at over the years. Yes. Um, it's it's pretty comical. Not, so not how to go outside out, to, out the gate with pre-workout and burpees. <laughs> so it, since the Open's coming, I yes. know you've also volunteered um, at the CrossFit regional level yes. and the CrossFit Games level. Yes, uh, 2014, um, a very good friend of mine, um, you, and I went down to Cincinnati for the uh, CrossFit regionals on a whim, not knowing what we were getting ourselves into. Um, I work security. And you worked special special assignment or uh, staff services. Staff services, yes. That was that was an interesting experience. Met met some very nice people. Kicked yeah. some families out of Athlete Village. Um, yeah. Yeah. The cool part for me is the the number of people that I've met that I have yes. stayed in touch with um, from the 2014. Friends. See them a handful of times a year. Yes. Always. You know, hug and yes. and catch up, and it's it's a great time to do yes. that. We did what fourteen, then sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen in all the regionals, yeah. and then uh, seventeen games. We worked up in Madison the first year in Madison. So, what was your favorite part of the regionals? Becoming a um, the security lead, um, having the regional directors trust me enough and putting their faith in me that they know I'd be able to bring a team together and. Um, bring the, the engagement and the enthusiasm that I bring into a whole team and really work together and in a professional level. Uh, what was your, so we did the 17 games. Yes. We ventured up to Madison, Wisconsin. Yes. We, we worked on alpha team. We did. On the outdoor events in the freezing cold rain. We did. Yes. We also stacked a lot of hay. Yes. A, was it straw? straw? Was it straw? Yeah. That, yeah, that was a bone of contention throughout yes. the weekend. An we, hour and a half that lasted uh, eight hours of, yes. Yeah. Uh, long days yes. volunteering at the games. If anybody, yes, it, if anyone wants to know anything about regionals for the well, now with the games, there is no more regionals with the new structure. But the games, when you volunteer, you're there to work. You you really are. I mean, you're not there to watch. And I love that part about volunteering. It's getting something done for the betterment of the community. But but it doesn't mean that you're not having fun. No, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. <laughs> but they are long days. Yes, they are long, long days. Um, what was your favorite part of the games? Volunteering at the games. Favorite part of the games, volunteering at the games. Um, I Working with people from Australia, um, meeting people from all over the United States, working. Um, our, our lead was from Germany. Jobst. <laughs> no, Max. Yeah, Max. And Jobst. And Jobst, then Steve Moss. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. I, I don't know whether it was pulling the 300, 200-pound sled back and forth from the one um, – what was that event that you had to carry uh, the, the yoke? Strongman sphere. Yeah, the strongman. That that could have been one of the favorite parts. Um, I don't know. The cheese house was kind of was fun. The cheese house was fun. Yeah, um, it just it's so much. Um, driving there and there, there's just so much. Meeting people, meeting the athletes, meeting people, um, the vendors, just people watching. Yeah, 
Um, you mentioned Strongman's Fear. Uh, just to add a, a piece, we had to reset the equipment yes. between each heat. And we had a very limited amount of time to do that. Yes, we did. And so you had to run down the field, get your equipment, and bring it back. The act, the crowd actually cheered us on to make sure that we beat the time back yes. uh, to get it set and up for the athletes, when you, which was when, amazing. When you people listening watch the games on TV and you see where the stuff is set up, they have specific ways that they want, like if there's a rope, twisted around, curled up, rolled up, things, um, the certain, you know, vendor or like rogue fit, rogue's name's got to be shown a certain way on every lane or everything. So everything is perfect. Um, Dave Castro and, um, I don't know, J Max full name, they go around and they, they make sure it's, and if it's not right, you got to get it done. Yeah. So. All right. So would you do it again? Yes. I believe I'm doing it again this year. Awesome. I've already been in touch with our regional directors that are still out there and another, another couple of leads that. I'll be up there this year. So now we're going to get into some fun questions. Oh, shoot. Uh, so what is your favorite memory as a CrossFit athlete? Favorite memory as a CrossFit athlete? Who? Come on. I have be, a couple. It's got to be the snatch press. Well, the snatch press is one of the most memorable. Dorwald snatch press at 135 that I learned how to snatch the night before in 13.1. Um Doing grace under four minutes, one of the first times. Um, competing with Ken at CrossFit Futures uh, um, Fall Jam two years ago. Um, coaching you, Brent, and uh, Ken at the Garage Games years ago. There, there's just so many. I, I don't know. So you mentioned coach. What's your yes. favorite a moment as a coach? My favorite moment on a coach is the looks on the athletes' faces when one of your cues works. When the aha moment hits that someone realizes what you're saying and you've got the right cue to, to do it, to say it. So when someone clean and jerks and the, the jerk of the second dip actually works for them because they understand what you said. Because every time you coach... One cue is not going to work for every athlete. You have to find the cue. That's the roughest part and the funnest part of coaching all at once is finding that right cue, whether it's verbal, tactical, or visual. So what are uh, two things that you do to keep your health and fitness goals on track? Um, I have an accountability group um, between you, Coach Schweitzer, Coach Amy, and Brent, and Coach Marcus. I text him a lot of um, stuff on accountability and Cooking, a passion of mine, meal prep, that I post a lot on Instagram, if everyone. I, I thoroughly enjoy cooking. I have numerous vessels in my garage between a flat griddle and a couple different grills just to cook. All right, so now we're going to get into the rapid-fire section. So we're, I'm going to ask you your favorite and least favorite of a couple topics. Uh, so go ahead and shoot them out there. What is your favorite and least favorite CrossFit movement? Least favorite is uh, running. Complete any running, least favorite, um, and burpees. Mo, uh, my mo, my favorite movement, clean and jerks. Nice. Here we there go. You go. That's funny because when I first met you, you crushed burpees. I would look at you and say, oh, my gosh, that man is a beast. Um, so it's funny that you said this is your least favorite movement because you used to be able to just bang through those. 
All right, so what is your favorite and least favorite named workout? Favorite named workout of all time, um, a hero wad, Morrison. We yeah. haven't done it in a long time. It's 50, 40, 30, 20, and I haven't – it's wall balls, box jumps, kettlebell swings, and I think it's just those three movements. Um, haven't looked up in a while, but that's – in my mind is, is there. Um, yeah, I remember the last time we did it at Shred 2.0, uh, yes. the middle building. Um, a lot of people were out on the little knoll uh, dying yes. after we did that. <laughs> yes. It would be that one in uh, – yeah, I, I would say that's – one, my if, favorite, yes. Uh, least favorite? Oh. Well, since everyone loves doing it, Clovis, I've uh, never done it other than use my bike, but I'm um, least favorite one that I've actually done. Um, I, I, I don't have a least favorite. I, Not I even a girl or a, no? No, no. Um, well, some of the open wads. As soon as they, that, that 25, 20, the first year was, I think, 2014 that they didn't put a time cap on it, and it was the burpees and the thrusters. The 21, 18, 15, I thought it started 12. at 25, didn't it? Didn't, no, no, it was a 21? It felt like it did. Okay, yeah, that by <laughs> far, right there. Thrusters and burpees put together. Any workout that, that's got, that, that has those put together. So what is your favorite and least favorite healthy food? My favorite healthy food, seafood. Least favorite? Healthy food. Ooh. I wouldn't know because I wouldn't be eating it to know that I don't like it. I haven't, I don't dislike too much healthy food. I'll eat pretty much anything. There's only a couple things I will not eat. I know cheese is one of them. And that's funny because I've never, and it has nothing to do with health reasons, I have never liked the taste of cheese unless it's on pizza or lasagna. And yes, that's very odd. It is. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is, yes. All right. So favorite and least favorite workout song? Favorite workout song, Bring the Pain by Method Man. And least favorite? That song that comes on, you're like, please fast forward. Almost every song that's pop. <laughs> I do not. I mean, I, most people, when, when I coach classes, put the music on. Is I, I, it's not that I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a heavy gangster rap fan. So most of the music I listen to, I cannot listen to here. Or Fish, which you cannot listen to to work out. Yeah. So... Yeah, fish would not be good to lift heavy to. Um, so, your favorite male and female CrossFitter? Favorite male CrossFitter, Chris Spieler, by far. Shocked. Shocked, yes, huh. by far. Five foot seven, 150 pounds, and made it to, what, seven or eight CrossFit game, games in a row and competed with all that heavy weight. Phenomenal. And we got to see him up close when yes. we worked the games. Yes, we did. Got some pictures for Coach Marcus, but I believe that's one Coach Marcus's favorite also. And your favorite female CrossFitter? Well, I can't. I don't have one. I'm going to have to bring up three, and there's different reasons. Um, one, you made me get a picture with her because I was too embarrassed. Katie Hogan, um, volleyball player from 
one of the California schools and a couple other sports, but just the smile, the smile on her, the, the pure enjoyment every time I watched her work out. Um, then two regional athletes, Casey Wagner and Bridget Erickson. Um, our girl Bridget. Our girl Bridget. I've never had an athlete actually seek us out during the regionals to get a picture with us. So when people sit there and make fun of Coach Schweitzer, who takes used to take a lot of selfies, that one, this, this athlete searched us out to get a picture with us. And Casey Wagner is just from the first year I kicked her brother out of a athlete village because siblings and family members weren't allowed back there. And he came back with uh, refreshments for me to bribe me to let him go back there. And I've been friends with both of them ever since. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Uh, that's all I have for you today, Mike. Um, and for the audience, thank you for being with us. Uh, look forward to Shred Podcast episode 11 coming soon. Um, and that's going to be about virtuosity, Ooh, uh, meaning virtuosity. strategy going into workouts during the CrossFit Open. Which is, it's all strategy. It is. Yeah. So thank you very much for being You're with welcome. us. And we'll see you next time. Sounds good.